Hello, everyone, and this is Grepstein. Before we get into today's episode with Phil, where he's going to go over the Weapon Refinery tier list, I just wanted to make a quick announcement about the fifth Sacred Seals Priority Survey that I've just posted on Reddit. So if you're listening to this episode in the first couple days that it's airing, uh, which are the last few days in June, then please go to Reddit and check out the Sacred Seals Priority Survey that I released and go ahead and fill it out if you're interested. I'm definitely interested in getting your opinions on Sacred Seals in the game and how important they are to enhance. So that survey will be live until June 29th, which is Friday. So thank you so much for checking that out. You can go to our Theology or to the main Fire Emblem Heroes subreddit and see if you can find the survey by searching Sacred Seals Priority Survey. All right, enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Phaeology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. My name is Phil, and I will be your Phaeologist today. So I'm really excited to do this episode to uh, come back from my break. And it, this is a topic that I kind of started a long time before I started studying. It was a survey that I put out on the weapon refinery for Corel and Fear. I know this is kind of old news since we've had another update and another round of weapon refineries, but I do want to let you guys know what I found out through the survey and and give you my opinion on how this weapon affects these two characters. So um, hopefully this is good this is good information for you guys who need to make decisions on whether to uh, really upgrade these weapons for these characters if you're interested. but if not, Hopefully it's a blast from the past and it's good food for thought. Anyway, I'll break this episode down into three parts. One, I will summarize Corel and Fear with their best builds, uh, with their new weapons, as told by Game Press, of course. Then I will go into a couple of quick simulations for both. Finally, I will give you my thoughts on the comments made on the survey and the results of that as well, and then give you guys a rating for each character. So, first of all, let's get into some builds, and let's start with Corel. But before that, let's talk about the actual uh, blade itself. So, the Nameless Blade has the effect, necessarily, of combining both Wodal and Slain Edge. It gives the wielder a minus one cooldown to the special, if it's not refined. But if it is refined to its special effect, it will gain plus ten added damage when a special activates. So, now that we know what the weapon does. Let's start with Corel. Uh, the optimal build, as told by Gamepressed, is quite the investment, and if you know me, I like free-to-play options, and so I'm going to give you guys both a high-cost and a more free-to-play option for him along with this weapon. So the high-cost includes Life and Death 3, which is not necessarily too high-cost. I mean, if you get a Soth at 4-star, you have access to that, but this build includes Life and Death as well as Wrath 3, Infantry Pulse 3 as well, and those are pretty rare skills. Panic Ploy as a seal is included, as well as Luna as the special. So the lower cost version only changes around the A, B, and C slots 
uh, you can keep Luna as a special and Panic Ploy as the seal. So in the place of the other rare skills, we're going to put Fury, Desperation, and Threaten Speed. And for optimal IV purposes, uh, let's give Corel a plus speed and a minus resistance for the, um, the simulator. So how well does Corel do against some of the top ranked units in the game with this build? So we are using a hard list, and that's the name of the list created on the Mass Duel Simulator that I use. It's got a bunch of builds for the pretty much the top tier characters in the game right now. There's 197 possible uh, characters and builds in this uh, simulation. So if we were to put Corel into the simulator um, without anything activated, you know, just plain fresh, he gets 90 wins out of 197, or just 45% of wins in the player phase. And we're going to stick to the player phase because uh, we don't have distant counter on him or anything like that. This is more of a player phase build anyway. If we go ahead and make sure that Wrath is activated and give him some damage, as well as the Nameless Blades effect, uh, that will proc it as well. He gets up to 170 wins and only 27 losses. And so that turns out to be 86% of the cast. And that is not bad at all. Of course, that's with all the conditions just right. Um, and that could be hard to do sometimes. Of course, this is only theory. It's different in practice. But that's not too bad for Corel. I was pretty surprised by these results. The only units he basically can't take out are tanky blue units like Naui, Harden, Effie. But he gets pretty close, uh, being Effie being the one that survives with the most HP at around 10 to 14 depending on the build, which is not too bad. It's not a complete blowout, that is to say. Adding tactic buffs doesn't seem to really help him against those blue matchups either. Uh, say he had attack and speed tactic on a team, and he gave him plus six to both of those stats. Uh, it does push up his win rate by nine, and so that is distributed to other colors other than blue. Uh, but still, I'm surprised on how well he can match up against a wide variety of blue units, as well as the green and red, of course. And so he's a lot more viable than I thought he would be. With a low-cost build, um, as a reminder, that's pretty much Fury, Desperation, and Threatened Speed. If he's in the range to activate his special, as well as be in Desperation, he only snags 70% of the kills compared to the 86 before, so it does you know, makes sense that the higher cost build is more optimal, but that is not bad at all. 70% is still a good number. He does reach 85% of the kills, though, if you do add plus six to his attack and speed through a tactic team building. So that I think that's worth men mentioning if you build him just right uh, with a team with these skills, these slot skills, he can function uh, just like he would with Wrath or Infantry Pulse and all that. So that, that was pretty cool. Um, to compare that uh, to... I, I wanted to compare this to, as well, just to just a plain old Woldow, that the weapon that he came with uh, when he came into the game. Because that weapon does give you the plus 10 damage, and I feel like that's what we are kind of lead to leaning towards when we are measuring his success or the success of this weapon in general. So if we were to compare the plus 10, just the plus 10 damage with Wodao in addition to 
or in comparison to the nameless blade with the minus one cooldown. Um, and this is with wrath on both builds. Of course, he only gets up to 79 wins. So that's just about half of what he would do with the nameless blade. And I feel like there's the might associate the increase in might associated with the nameless blade. In addition to the minus one cooldown to get that, uh, Luna charged up faster. So, I think if if the, if it was a question on whether Wodao or the Nameless Blade were if it was worth getting a Nameless Blade just because of the minus one cooldown and the might, uh, or saying why should I even bother because I get the plus ten damage from Wodao anyway, I think it is worth upgrading to the Refine if you want to use both. It is definitely you definitely get uh, twice as many wins with that according to the simulator. So moving on to fear, her optimal build, uh, we're going to go with opt uh, with uh, iceberg as her special warding breath in the A spot, wrath again in the B, and defense ploy in the C, as well as quick repost three in the sacred seal. So budget options include sword breaker in the B spot and threaten defense in the C spot if you uh, want to use those as well. And, you know, although Legendary Ike can be obtained for free, if you are free to play, I wouldn't recommend foddering him off just for that, uh, for the Warding Breath in the A spot. Because, I mean, it you can get another copy, of course, through a Legendary Banner, but it's kind of hard to do so. And I found out recently that Legendary Ike is really useful for, uh, not just for all the content in the game, but especially for HM farming. So it's I think it's definitely good to keep a copy of him around, especially the neutral IV, because there are so many guides out there right now that include that, that are about HM farming that use a neutral, uh, Ike. So keep him around, um, maybe go with a fury or, or something else, uh, that you might have in hand on, in your barracks. But, um, but yeah, let's, let's go ahead with the, uh, the build that Game Press has offered us with Warding Breath anyway, just to see how she does. So with a plus attack I uh, and minus HP IVs, let's start off. She starts off with 126 wins in the enemy phase, since she does have um, quick repost uh, equipped. She and really good defenses too. You know, uh, if you look at her stats, we didn't mention her stats uh, here, but she has really high resistance and moderate defenses, and so. If she comes out clean, she gets 64% of the wins. Now, let's see how well she does after tanking a hit and having her special and wrath ready to go in the next player phase. And so switching over to player phase with a little bit of damage already taken and with her minus HP IV, it's easier to get into that range anyway. And she does pretty well. She gets up to 82% of the kills in the player phase when she retaliates back. So she does struggle with most of the same units that Corel struggled with, but you include others like Zelgius, Myrrh, Winter Tharja. Uh, those are a couple of units that she might struggle with, but 82% is not too bad. Now, what if we merged up Fur to 10 uh, plus 10 as someone would, who would probably use Nameless Blade on her and refine it, would probably want to invest heavily into Fur anyway, and plus 10 her. So 
she maxes at 176 wins in the player phase with everything activated with, uh, you know, wrath and nameless blade going, uh, starting and she, and, and she gets the maxim this max amount of wins when she's at 11 points of damage. So just barely out of ardent sacrifice range, unfortunately, but she does pretty well. She can compare to her uncle and get about, you know, that 80% range, uh, with, uh, the added stat boosts of being plus 10. So both Fear and Corel are very comparable to each other in the simulator, especially if the conditions are just right. And they are able to initiate in the player phase with Wrath and their weapon ready to go. It really shows how important that extra damage is from Wrath and their weapon, especially when trying to fight against your color disadvantage. So now let's move on to what some of you guys said about these two units through the Reddit survey. Now, out of the 110 responses, 13% had refined Corel's weapon, while 24% had refined Fear's weapon. 71% of the people, if given the chance to choose between the two characters to upgrade, would have chosen Fear first. So almost three-fourths of you would rather go for Fear than Corel. Breaking down, so I asked the open-ended question of why. Why would you choose Fear or Corel over the other? And some points uh, for Corel's favor include the fact that he's really bulky, right? He has really high HP. He has more attack compared to Fear. He's better able at running Panic Ploy, which can more easily take a hit, and can, he can take a hit and have lots of time and HP to play with, especially when considering the fact that you want to use desperation or wrath with him. And I agree with that. I think that in the simulator, the extra attack um, of his can really come in handy against his weapon disadvantage, which I think was one of the main points I wanted to look out for is how well does this extra damage from wrath help when fighting against blue units. And so in addition to, you know, you have your plus 10 from wrath plus 10 from nameless blade, the plus 20 um, really comes a long ways when you add in his um, uh, his na uh, natural attack. So let's not forget his ability to run infantry pulls with his high HP as well. So, you know, you using your panic ploy as well as your infantry pulls, and so he makes a really good uh, team player in that regard. He can help out others as well with the infantry pulls and, and panic ploy. Uh, in some, I, I feel like Corel is easier to build since he comes with Desperation already. And if you want to use that, uh, he is a very strong unit in the player phase. But when talking about Fear, she, as mentioned before, is very easily attainable. If you want to plus 10 her to, you know, even at uh, four stars or five stars, it's not too hard to do. So, and it's easier to optimize her IVs as well. While Corel can run infantry pulls and panic ploy, Fear has the option of running other ploy skills because of her high resistance. She can be a team player in that regards by running, uh, you know, whatever ploy you ha might have available and that you want to use depending on your team, be it defense ploy, resistance ploy, attack ploy. And if you wanted to, you, I mean, maybe not, but if you wanted to run double ploys, uh, one in the C slot, slot and one as a sacred seal. That is an option as well. So if you want her to use, if you want to build her to 
be that kind of unit you could. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. She, if you want to slap on a DC as well, she has the ability to do so because not only does she have high resistance, but she has pretty good defense and she is pretty fast. And so she, with quick repost as well, would be able to um, tank and retaliate pretty well. And in regards to certain units, I think she could be able to tank dragon units pretty well because of that resistance. Um, I guess the closeness of her resistance to her defense as well. Um, and not being, neither being, you know, too low. Uh, so she, I, I feel like she would be better equipped, you know, better uh, statted to fight dragons than Corel would be. So in addition to that, um, it is worth noting that Fear has the ability to ability to run a mixed phase set. She can tank in the enemy phase, and she probably wants to do that first when um, when you play her out, especially if you use the build that we mentioned before with Quick Repost. Uh, she can take a hit. She can attack back. She does have really uh, low attack, but with the Nameless Blade and her uh, optimal build with Wrath and everything that can make up for that lack of attack and be able she, she and with iceberg she would be able to deal out a ton of damage comparable to Corel and other sword units so not only that you know with her really fast speed once she gets into that range after having tanked a hit in the enemy phase and done everything with quick repost you can start using her in the player phase and so i think it's really cool that she could be called a mixed phase player. And I, I think that flexibility is really appealing to me. Um, I like balance in all things. And so I think that is a, a really good point that she has in favor of her. Uh, not only, you know, if you do put a distant counter on her, or even if you don't, if even if you just kind of use her to bait out mages, she can do that as well. And so she has another role, potential role that she could play in doing that. So there you have it. Uh, the people have spoken. To summarize what I've learned about these two characters in this project then, and about the blade, the upgrade itself, the Nameless Blade is an awesome refinement that benefits these two characters immensely, turning them into viable threats, in my opinion. While Corel has more neutral attack and HP, I can ultimately snag... Um, a few more kills than Fuhrer with her with uh, with him in the simulation, uh, I, and I feel like he does perform a little bit better against blue units. If you are interested in that, but um, Fear has more availability. She has pretty good defenses, and with her weapon and her right builds, her weakness can be uh, kind of mitigated with her um, with her low attack. And she has more flexibility to be run as a mixed phase unit and to be able to take out a, a more a variety of classes in the game rather than just uh, focusing on just blue units or, you know, red or green units in general. I feel like she she has more of uh, a variety of, of ways that she could be used in the game. So I, I believe taking these facts into consideration, Corel's refinement stands as an A rank for me. Not you know considering the the weapon itself and how well it benefits him and his impact in the game. I think an A rank is pretty fair for him, and I feel like Fear gets an A plus 
for her Nameless Blade refine. I don't believe these characters are as good as the S-ranked units that we've seen so far in this show, including Alm, Krom, and Lucina. I believe it is wiser to invest in someone like Krom, especially if you're looking to build up an easily obtainable red unit, or specifically a sword user, that not only um, has effectiveness, effectiveness in the game right now, but uh, can deal with the major threats in the game, meaning dragons. And so I, I feel like that has an edge for Krom and Lucina in that regard. But However, I, I think it's not a bad option to go with these two characters. Uh, in terms of effectiveness, I feel like Fear beats out Corel a little bit in this character clash. If, if this were to be a considered a character clash, I think I agree with what people have said. Fear is a little bit better than Corel, just you know, for all the reasons that we've spoken about. But but I, I feel like Corel did really well, and this exercise really surprised me on how good Corel could be. And if in the future we do get more copies of Corel, I think we would have to revisit this uh, this project and see if he is able to be plus 10 by anyone. Uh, and if he were to be a little bit more available in the summoning pool, then maybe uh, he could be uh, more of an, uh, an option to go for when considering a, a red sword unit uh, in comparison to Fierce. But anyway, that's in the future. And as of now, I feel like if you were to choose someone to give the Nameless Blade refined to, it would be Fear. And I would consider building her in place of Corel. But, you know, you go with what you want. And I, I feel like you should do things without any regrets. And if you really like Corel, then go for it. Um, I'm considering it myself because I like to focus on FE7 units. So... Anyway, those are my thoughts, and I hope that this was good food for thought for you guys. Uh, and if this really helps you out in the decision, maybe you are in this this uh, uh, this uh, plight right now if you are going to upgrade Fear Corel. And I hope that this episode really helped you out. I enjoy doing these weapon refinery projects, and if there is a certain unit or uh, refine that you want to hear about first before I talk about anything else, please let me know at theology at gmail.com. You can reach me there, or you can reach me at the Reddit, uh, the subreddit that we have available for the show at r slash theology. You can look, look for us there. Anyway, hope to hear from you guys soon, and thank you for listening. And be sure to schedule another appointment with your free soon. Take care.